The winds and the rain were slamming the ship and crew as every sailor on board began bailing and pumping water. For LegendsOfFaith.org, I'm Rob Cutter. As a young boy growing up on the east side of London, John's mother was influential on sharing the gospel with her son. She would read the Bible to him daily and would always pray that John would become a minister. When John was seven, his mother passed away, thus putting an end to his spiritual training. John's father was a shipmaster and spent time away sailing the high seas. From the time he was 11 until he was 17, John would accompany his father on his sea voyages. After six years working with his father, his father retired from the seas and took an office job with the Royal African Company. From there, his father began planning for his son to go to Jamaica for a lucrative business opportunity as a plantation supervisor. But John had other ambitions, so he thought. He went to visit with relatives and friends in another city. After several days visiting, he met the love of his life, Mary Catlett. With his newfound love, John missed his ship to Jamaica. Angry with his son's disobedience, John's father sent the young man back to sea to work as a common sailor. At 19, John was forced to enlist in the British Royal Navy and serve as a crewman on board a British ship. He hated the Navy and rebelled against the severe discipline. He became desperate to find a way back to his beloved Mary, and soon he went AWOL. His plans were foiled, and he was captured by British troops and disciplined. After his time with the Navy, John ended up taking a job with a slave trader on an island off the western coast of Africa. Things did not go well. Expecting to go to work at his brand new job, he was taken captive and was brutally mistreated. He had no shelter, his clothes were like rags, and he would beg for food. He was a wretched looking man with no hope. Months later, there was light at the end of the tunnel. John eventually was liberated by a sea captain requested by his father to find his missing son. After almost a year being in captivity, John finally arrived back home. From there, he rekindled his relationship with Mary, and they were married a short time later. John would serve as a captain of two different slave ships. He came to hate slavery, and later he passionately campaigned to end slavery in England. On his last voyage back to England, the ship encountered a violent storm. During the dead of night, John was awakened by the sounds of rushing water. Running up to the top deck, John found the ship was in dire trouble. The winds and the rain were slamming the crew as every sailor on board began bailing and pumping water. Convinced they were all going to die and meet their maker, John recalled the Bible verse about God's grace that he had learned from his mother. In a half-hearted attempt, he mumbled his first feeble prayer in years. Finally, after 11 days of being tossed around at sea and fixing the ship's hull, the storms had waned and John and crew were saved. John began to think he had been called to the ministry. He got involved with the local church and studied Latin, Greek, and Hebrew. He was encouraged to attend seminary, and a few years later, his mother's prayers for her son were answered. At the age of 39, John was ordained as a minister preaching the gospel. His first church was small, but his preaching was so popular that the congregation of that tiny church would build an extension to accommodate the overflow crowds every Sunday to hear John preach. 
During his ministry, he began writing hymns that would complement his sermons. All of his 200 hymns he wrote would eventually be published. John's life story is truly amazing. His testimony of his wretched life became his most famous hymn that captures the restoring power of God's love. 250 years later, John Newton's Amazing Grace is the most heart-inspired hymn of all time. For more stories like this and for ways to donate, visit us at legendsoffaith.org.